Hi, I want to say God bless you and thank you for listening. Welcome to the podcast. And as this season is about um, the mind, the thought, and, you know, we can't talk about, well, I know I, I can't really alliterate in just the thought without going into the, you know, into that subconscious mind, you know, because it's the thought that builds up the character. And as I mentioned before, I'm reading this good book, <laughs> The Intentional Life, written by um, um, Michelle Roth. And I completed uh, chapter two today. And it talks about the character. This whole, ch- you know, it's a, it's a nice book. Really nice. With scriptures to back it up. And even though I, I'm longing for the chapters to be a little longer, but the word itself is powerful in the characters. And... You know how is you know it re- it really reveals to me how comfortable a human state, our human state, our you know our us as people, as human beings, how we can be so comfortable, just being comfortable in our ways. And it's and I did took up a word. Cause I wish I could have this whole book and elaborate on it, especially with chapter two. And you know she gave um, a good example about our behaviors you know what she's you know a person who is quiet you know versus a person who's you know who expressed their feelings you know there's um there's a contrast there's a contrast to that like you know the contrast is is the fact that you know the one who speaks a lot you know who speaks their feelings out at times you're called to be you know there's time to be quiet but to those who don't know how to express themselves who is quiet it called it could cause um and a misunderstanding in a relationship if you can't communicate. And that's in any relationship, really. So it's, that's the contrast, as I'm paraphrasing, really. And as I was reading her book and everything else, which um, really a very, really good book. And um, it's one word that she said in her book. And the word is called concession. It is defined in the book as well in chapter 2 in page 16. It's a concession is when we surrender or concede to the demand to do something different. And she, uh, you know, she elaborated on it. It's, she said that this can be when we finally acknowledge we feel the pull of the Holy Spirit in our lives. It can be the breaking point of hitting rock bottom or simply running out of options. Concession is the point we reach when we no longer deny the signs we have ignored amen and you know this is actually this is how a lot of us come become believers and where uh it's to a point where everything is taken away and it brings me back to the story of lord thank you holy spirit to the story of job you know even though job was a believer job was um, a man you know that repented even on behalf of his children like you know god said that he uh there was no one like job on the earth um you know a man that fears god and fearing god doesn't mean to be afraid like you know you run away from him even though you know scripture do say that he is uh, uh the terrible meaning that you know he has a wrath you know he you know he is a god of wrath you know the only you you will see the you know the different attributes of god you know when you read the word this is why it's important to read the word for yourself but when the scriptures say that job was a man that feared god meaning that he reverenced god in every way and that in that sense to me that's what i get from reading job that he reverenced god he knew god you know he repented on his the behalf of his family his children 
you know what he makes sacrifices every day and he lived you know he lived but there were you know there are things in job i noticed too when you read the story of job when god stripped when god had the enemy used the enemy to strip everything from job when he placed you know when he recommended job to be used for the enemy um um to test him because you know that because the enemy tested job in all areas saying telling the um telling the lord that oh if you take his possessions will he not curse you or well you know everything that you know that job really you know cherished on the earth like his children his health um everything really his finance all that was taken Cause, you know they used cattle back then to you know to uh, make a living, but never like yeah finance and everything. All that was taken, all that you know, and even death. You know death really creeped in because his family was gone, and it's um in her book, she mentioned in her book as well in the characteristic that in the concession even as she you know used Jesus Christ as an example where um when you you know when you go back a page before the word concession came in. She said that in the book that um, God is shaping us in the image of Christ. And you should know that. It's in the word. <laughs> in the beginning. It's the, you know, in the beginning, you know, you read the word. The beginning of the word. And, you know, she mentioned that Jesus during his time on earth was tried consistently by the enemy and through many different vessels. Meaning people. Like the Pharisees, the uh, chief priests, the Sadducees, even um his colleagues, like, you know, colleagues, um, John the Baptist, because, you know, John the Baptist did doubt it for a moment that Jesus was Christ because he was in the prison. And, you know, even his friends, you know, some didn't really believe that he was the Messiah, even though you know, they were with him, they were with Jesus. But but with Jesus' similarity, I compared this, this is now, this is what the um, similarity come between Christ Jesus when it came to people. Those who were close to him, the disciples that he, he chose. Remember, he cho- it was 12 that stayed with him. One betrayer. But if you read scripture too in the New Testament, he cho- people, men follow him. But when they knew what was required, the surrender, the sacrifice, a lot actually, you know, turned away from him. You know, knowing the, um, you know, the anoint, I'm going to say the anoint, we heard this before in church. Some of us may not have heard it, but they say the anointing costs. This walk of faith really costs. And um, when Job was going through his season, he had three friends. And when you read the story of Job, they they thought that Job did something so bad that, you know, he, the fact that he suffered the affliction, that he suffered all this that's going on. But God used Job because God knew Job. God knew the characteristic of Job. He knew that um, that Job really feared him. It's not what was given to him. But even though in the end Job cursed himself and God had to correct him on that, God know us. The car, his, you know, He know our character. And I like the fact that she said concession is a, you know, concession is a, is a word I never heard about it like that too. Because when she said concession, I'm thinking about food and everything else. Lord forgive me. But when she gave that, uh, you know, the definition about concession is when you, uh, when you surrender or you concede to the demand to do something different. Meaning you're conceding. In this case here, we have to con- we're conceding our will. Meaning we're really surrendering our will to the will of God. To the will of the Holy Spirit. Because right now, we're, you don't know, it's the Holy Spirit will that needs to be done in us. And manifested in us, through us. In order for it to manifest in the natural. Because we are spirit beings. 
and even as I'm reading the book and I'm reading about characteristic as well, um, I'm going to put the word concession down in the description of this um, podcast because this is really profound. And, um, and I'm going to, you know, challenge you, whoever is, re- you know, listening, encourage you to read um, the, the story of Job. And God, what God present, you know, when when the um, you know, when the uh, men of God, you know, meaning the angels, used to come to God, and present themselves to God, and then the enemy was, you know, among them, and um, God actually, you know, presented Job. Job didn't ask for it. God literally presented Job because God knew who Job was, and uh, well, yeah, was and is, at the time. Well, at that time, he knew who Job is. Because he was a man that feared God, that honored God. And our characteristic, us, we have to analyze our characteristic. Because let me say this, our character, we need a, we need a, um, we need a spiritual wash. And, you know, we do, we really do. And this is why I, you know, I was listening to in a prayer line earlier on. And Sister Donna, she mentioned something that was so profound. Like, you know, you have two forms of people. You have people that read the word, which are servants to the word. And you have the sons that are, you know, you have the people that are sons of the word. Meaning that, you know, you know the word. You are with the word. The word is in you. It's not that, you know, you gurgitate the word for that day. Like, you know, you're only reading it for a moment, for one minute. And then, you know, you're ministering on that word. No. And I'm guilty of that too. I am. Because um, I literally got a word and I opened a scripture when I was uh, when I was really worshiping yesterday in the Ecclesiastes, I read the uh, I read it from the King James Version and also from the uh, New Living Translation because that's the one I that's the book I have which goes side by side because the New Living Translation makes me understand more than the King James Version even though I've been reading the King James Version for you know for years now for a year I guess but you know to have the understanding in a language where because you know I speak English the NLT version breaks it down but nevertheless. Um, to be the son of the word. Because remember, the son is sitting at the right hand of the Lord interceding on our behalf. Jesus is the word. Remember, the word become flesh among us, but we, we know we, we knew him not. In the beginning is the word, was the word. And it says it in Genesis. And um, John elaborate on that. You know, he is the word. We need to be washed in the word. The word, the blood, and, you know, it, that's how we overcome, and by the Spirit. Sister Donna said that, you know, from the prayer line. Like, you know, there's the three ways we over really we really overcome. is by the word, by the blood, and by the Spirit. And all that goes together. And all, you know what? Thank you for that revelation, Holy Spirit. All that makes the body. Remember, the, the body of Christ in the crucifixion uh, signifies he is the word. He is a spirit. It's his spirit that us, you know, that ascended. And the blood that was shed, which that he is, you know, that he is also power. That Christ is also power. And the blood that was shed, there is the power. And that's a powerful revelation. And the blood is in the body. It's in the word. But that blood was shed in Calvary for you and me. And that's the word of God. And that's, see, that's revelation right there. Glory be to God. That's, that makes up the whole body and the spirit. 
when you think about it in a spiritual in a spiritual way because you know we eat the flesh we eat the word that's why you know in the scripture when you really read the new testament scripture say eat him eat the word and drink his of drink of him when he was ministering to the woman of well that he was saying like you know he said he told the woman in the well that you know this well you know the water it, it will sustain you as i'm paraphrasing it was sustaining for that moment but drink of me i am the eternal you know i am that water that eternal water that will never run dry i'm that well that will never run dry and it's ongoing. You get revelation after revelation. Even when you're talking about the word. Even as I'm speaking now. Because I'm ministering. You know. It's like ministering the word. And speaking encouragement. But this is what God is wanting us to do. To speak out the word. The conversation has to be about him. Because you know. He's a God that honors his word above his name. He wants to be glorified. He needs to be glorified. Even in the conversation that I'm having. He is being glorified. While you're being edified and encouraged in the word and inspired and motivated in the word. And that would change your characteristic when you're in the word, when you have that revelation. But, you know, we're in the season where we really have to have a revelation of the word. Revelation of how to live, revelation of how to spend, revelation of how to pray, revelation of how to fast, revelation of how to be in that relationship, how to be in his presence. All that is in the word. So I'm just here, you know, just to say, be in your word. Be, you know, it's, the word would change us inside out. The word is what really wash us. And when you go in the book of in the book of Solomon, Song of Solomon, it's really the word that you know that our husband man is. He is our, you know, he's our husband man, which is the word of God that washes us, that take care of us, that take care of of us, take care of his wife, the ecclesia. And I want to say to God be the glory of that word of that revelation as well. So I want to say God bless you. I hope I said something that will, you know, that really will get you into the word of God. You really have to be in the word of God. Listen to the word. It's, just, it's something my spiritual sister, you know, my sister in Christ said this, Sister Donna. It's things about the word. It's more than that. You're listening to the Bible app. So you're listening to the word. You're seeing the word and you're hearing the word. And you're speaking the word. So all that comes into place to, you know, to actually edify your spiritual man to, you know, to straighten your, um, your spiritual man. So I, you know, I do pray that, you know, I do say, you know, I do pray even as I'm speaking, prayer is speaking, it's communication. Then I'm saying something that will resonate with you and give you that understanding how important it is to have be one with the word. So I want to say God bless you and thank you for listening. And, you know, I, you know. There's nothing wrong with godly change, with God changing you. In Jesus' name, amen.